Welcome to Baking with House of Bread. Strawberry cream cheese braid. So I love strawberries and I love bread. Cream cheese is a very nice addition. I came up with the strawberry cream cheese braid after trying to figure out what we could do with the, it's a base of grandma's white, which is in episode five. And it's always much easier in production if you can divide the dough up and do different things because it allows you to have variety when you open. Also, you can just do like three loaves a day or you can do nine loaves. Um, so our big mixer, which is six feet tall, you've got to have at least like 10 pounds of dough in there. Otherwise, it's just too big. It's not going to mix what's below there. So this allows us to take it out of the grandma's white, and that's the same thing that we use for cheese breads, the cinnamon rolls, and a raspberry swirl. But the strawberry cream cheese braid, we use fresh strawberries. And I live in the central coast of California, and it's pretty much strawberry fields forever. Well, that and now wine grapes. <laughs> so it used to be strawberry fields, and now a lot of the crops are taking over our, uh, the wine industry. They are growing all over the U.S., but California grows the most, and I will bet the most is on the Central Coast, too. And this delicious fruit is in season right now. So we'll do strawberry pies, the strawberry cream cheese croissants, strawberry walnut quick bread, and, of course, the popular strawberry cream cheese braid. Now, this is a really beautiful loaf, and it's got a white background because it's a white base bread. In fact, if you've got another recipe you want to use, although I have to tell you, Grandma's White is a really good recipe. But if you have a favorite white bread recipe, just use that. The white with the contrast with the bright red strawberries that are fresh, it really gives it a nice appeal. And remember, people buy first by what they see, and even taste is affected by what they're thinking when they taste it. So you, your look of your baked goods is important. And of course, obviously taste is as well. And you can use a jam if you don't have fresh strawberries where you live or whatever, they're too expensive or you don't want to go to the store. <laughs> All that, I understand. Um, so you can use a strawberry jam. And you can even use the jam with the fresh strawberries. But I really like to see the white base bread and then you got the white cream cheese and then you have the red strawberries on there and of course you could use raspberries or or whatever it does you know whatever you're whatever you like and the jam will sweeten the deal because it's got some sugar in it but it's not necessary so we don't use a jam i'm just kind of telling what you can do and with strawberries in baking you kind of have to be careful with them because they add a lot of moisture. And so the strawberry is actually 91% water. If you're doing it, adding strawberries to muffins, to scones, um, quick breads in particular, you have to be kind of careful because a lot of times the strawberries will make the batter too wet. So you could compensate by, you know, adding a little more of the dry ingredients, the flour and the sugar. Um, but you just have to be mindful of the moisture content of them. And the other things what we found is sometimes the whole strawberries, if you put them in a muffin or the quick bread, they sink to the bottom of the batter. And so you're getting strawberries on the bottom of the loaf. And then you go to take it out and it doesn't have any substance to the bottom of your quick bread. And because it's mostly just strawberries and it's kind of a mushy mess because they're all wet. 
So we've already done that thing too. So the lesson I learned is to chop the strawberries. And in this particular, the cream cheese braid, we'll just take like one strawberry and we'll cut it lengthwise. So it's got a lot of red surface, right? So I don't want bits and pieces. So you think of just taking a strawberry, cut the top off and then just slicing it lengthwise, like, you know, whatever, three or four times. That's what we're going to use for this particular bread. On the strawberry facts that you might find interesting, they were originally cultivated in ancient Rome. There is a prominent figure in the court of the Emperor Napoleon. Her name was Madame Tallien. And what she was famous for, among other things, was bathing in the juice of fresh strawberries. And she used 22 pounds per basin. So if you can imagine what... <laughs> 22 pounds of strawberries, getting in a bathtub with that. So let's hope she wasn't a daily bather. Uh, I can't imagine. So she uh, apparently thought that was what maintained her beauty and her health and her municipal, everything there. Good luck to anybody who wants to take a bath with strawberries and you never know. I prefer to eat them. <laughs> I like using them in baked goods, on salads and whatnot. So the American Indians were already eating strawberries when the colonists arrived. Apparently, they would crush the berries and mix it with cornmeal and bake it in strawberry bread. And after trying this bread, the colonists developed their own version of the recipe, and they called it strawberry shortcake. And so that's where that originated. And the strawberries, as we know, were originally grown in Northern Europe, but the species are also fine in Russia, Chile and the United States and basically all over the world. So the breakdown of so one raw strawberry is 91% water, 8% carbohydrates, 1% protein. And it contains a negligible amount of fat that doesn't even actually register. And 100 grams reference amount of strawberry supplies, 33 calories. It's a super rich source of vitamin C, 71% of the de daily recommended volume. And it's much more packed with vitamin C than oranges. And it's a good source of magnesium and also provides several other vitamins and dietary minerals. If you're going to choose your fresh strawberries, know that that's a healthy option. Tell you to use the grandma's white dough for this recipe to get the base. But at the same time is, like I said, if you've got a favorite white bread, go ahead and use that. And what you want to do is after the first rising process, so you knead your dough, put in all your ingredients, and I'm just gonna run through those real quick. It's just a one and a half cups of warm water, two packages or one and three-fourths tablespoon of active dry yeast, four cups of unbleached flour, and it would be your bread flour, and a quarter cup of honey, and one tablespoon of salt. So it's a straight dough, so all that goes on, and then you do your kneading, and then you develop that good dough feel, and let it rise about an hour and a half. And you'll know because it'll be very soft. So at, when you're kneading, it's kind of a stiff dough. But then after time, like an hour or so, uh, you can kind of tell it feels very much softer. Um, and that has been properly fermented. Uh, when in doubt, just go in an hour and a half. And obviously, this is affected by the temperature of your home. If it's hotter, it's going to be more like in the hour. If you've got a cooler home, not a problem. Just let it go about two hours. 
And so then now you're going to divide the dough. So that grandma's white recipe, it basically is about three pounds. So we use a pound in the bakery for our strawberry cream cheese braids. Now, if you want to make a huge one, you could, but I would recommend dividing that recipe into thirds. What you do is you start by flattening the dough. So think of like a piece of paper and you can use a rolling pin. We don't. Um, and the reason I don't use rolling pins um, in the bakery, because they take time. <laughs> and so when I, I've seen this when I go to like franchisees bakeries, sometimes, uh, you know, the franchisees are busy during the day and they're not in the bake. And so they don't see what's going on. But a lot of times these, the bakers, they're not thinking of production timeliness. And so they take their time and they roll out the dough with a rolling pin. Well, this is braided, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and so it doesn't have to be, you know, perfectly rolled out. So just flatten it. Uh, what I would use is your hands and you flatten it out that it's about 10 inches long and it's wide of about five inches, right? So it's much longer than it is wider and about an inch thick. And you don't have to roll on parchment paper but if you do, it'll make it easier to transfer to the baking sheet. We don't because, once again, that's an extra step that I don't really like. But at home, you can use a rolling pin and you can do it on parchment paper and then just pick it up and then put it into your baking sheet. Take the shape, your rectangle shape, and you're going to spread the cream cheese filling down the center section. And what we use is really about a half a cup. So you're spreading it around there because the cream cheese is that it's just a really nice flavor with strawberries in the background of this dough. And like I said, it's got a whiteness to it too. And then what I would do is leave the sides free and clear. Like think of three inches down the center of that rectangle. That's what you put the cream cheese on. And now you're going to lay the strawberries on there. And the strawberries are kind of flat. Like the, how you cut them is you cut them in a vertical manner, so they they fan out. You know, put a lot of strawberries in there. Let's say it's an average strawberry. So one loaf is gonna have at minimum five strawberries and they're cut into, you should get about 20 pieces out of those five strawberries. And you wanna lay most of them in the middle there, but you wanna save a couple for the top because sometimes during the braiding process, you end up covering up the strawberries and. I want people to be able to see the strawberry. And you can decipher a fresh strawberry from a frozen one very easily in, in these baked goods. And so it is recommended that you use fresh strawberries. So you leave the sides. So the sides of your rectangle, there's nothing on there. So you got your cream cheese in the middle and the strawberries and the sides. You want to have about two inches on each side or so, one and a half or whatever, free and clear because that's gonna be cut into your braids where you're gonna braid the dough. What you wanna do is just take a dough, we use a dough chopper, I and mean, you can use a knife and whatever else. So you cut on the ends about an inch thick, just go down your rectangle on each side, and it's at an angle. Instead of straight across, you wanna just drop it about 15 degrees, um, or, or think of it like a quarter inch or whatever, and then you just chop one inch increments down. So what you're looking at is the rectangle of dough, cream cheese and strawberries in the middle, and then you've got the sides, that the pieces that you're gonna braid. 
And then you just t you start from the top and then you kind of pull on those pieces, get them a little bit longer, and then you just wrap it over the strawberry cream cheese mixture. And then you wrap the other one over the strawberry cream cheese mixture. And then you tuck it on the bottom. And then you're doing the same thing. So you're kind of weaving it and weaving it and then you're tucking it on the bottom. And, and that, you just go down the loaf like that. So pretty soon you've got, it's no longer wider. It's just about probably four inches wide. And like I said, if it's five inches wide, it doesn't matter. But you got the idea. You're just crossing over and then tucking it underneath the bottom. By the way, if you don't tuck it underneath the bottom, what happens is, is that sometimes during the baking process, you know, your doughs expand, right? It'll come out from underneath and you end up with a little bit of a straggler. Obviously not a big deal, but to make it, prevent it from doing it, that's why we tuck it on the bottom. It's something you can egg wash and that'll be a nice golden color. So we used to egg wash it and I do like the look of a little egg wash. The egg wash is just pretty simple. You just crack an egg and put about, uh, oh, a tablespoon of water in there or so, and then just mix it and then just brush it on top. But we ended up frosting these because when you frost things, that really sells well. So you don't need frosting, but it is kind of a good look. So it's powdered sugar and water is what we use for our frosting. And it's funny because people often ask me like, oh, what's this frosting so good? What's the recipe? You know, it's kind of a joke because it's, oh, yeah, it's powdered sugar and water. So it's pretty simple. Made at home, if you want to add vanilla or whatever, milk, you can do all those things. But we just keep it simple. And then after it bakes... We let it cool and then we'll just dri drizzle some frosting on it. Yeah, so you want to wait till after it bakes to put your frosting on. I bake most of my baked goods at 350 degrees. So that's what you want to start with. All your loaves are going to be a different size. So if you put it in the oven, what I would start with is a 30 minute timer. And it could take as long as 50 minutes. It really depends on what else is in the oven. So the recipe is going to be for three loaves, which is kind of a lot to put in a home oven. And so if you only put one loaf in, then it's going to bake a lot quicker. And like I said, the nicer thing about the Grandma's White recipe, if you use that, you can use, you can make a traditional two pound loaf, a strawberry cream cheese braid with it. The strawberry cream cheese braid is going to bake quicker because it's less mass um, and that will affect the baking time. So just start with about 30 minutes and then you're going to take the temperature of the dough. It has to be past 180. And you'll also see when it's done, it's got a nice light golden color. Now, if you egg wash it, it's going to be a little bit heavier of a golden color. So keep that in mind. So it's just a, after a while, you'll be able to tell. With baking, you take the temperature. I always make my new bakers. They got to take the temperature of every loaf because that is a science. It'll tell you when the dough is now bread. Uh, but same time is after a while you get an eye. I know what my breads look like when they're done. I don't really have to take the temperature of the doughs, but you'll get there. But at the beginning, it's much easier to get a thermometer and just take the temperature of your doughs. And what you want to do is let it cool about 15 minutes or so, and then put frosting on it if you like. If you're not a big frosting person, don't. And the other thing you can do, and this is what we do with the croissants, is we take a, we just dust a little bit of powdered sugar on top and that can really change the look of something too. Well, I hope you enjoyed the strawberry cream cheese braid. And I think it's worth taking whatever fresh food you have around and try to incorporate it into your baking. 
I mean, first of all, the, the public loves it because they know it's strawberry season, especially on the Central Coast of California, and they recognize fresh fruit and it gives them something new and different. Uh, and that's always kind of fun. So I know most of you are baking for your family or friends, but it's also kind of fun to bake something that's in season and it happens to taste great. So here's to strawberry and cream cheese. What a delightful combination. Happy baking, everybody. Until next time.